Xbox, record this as a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. If you'd like to find out more, head to xboxrecordthis.com. What do you guys think of when I start the show in the introduction? Did you like it where, do you like me to do it where like we're having our pre-show conversation? And then yeah, the, and then just randomly. Oh, hello. Yeah. Daddy Diwali here and welcome to Xbox Record This Episode 20. We have an uh, exciting I, show I lined up for you. Yep, you fell yeah, for that one. <laughs> and we were going to have a special guest, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, joining me as always for, actually... Yeah, we have the tripod here. Joining me as always is the assistant to the coast, Chipotle Bear. Chipotle Bear, how are you, my friend? I am doing great, Daddy Diwali. Uh, I got a big family vacation coming up this weekend. We're going to go up to the mountains and have like a mini family reunion, which feels great, but got to get through tomorrow. But in the meantime, happy to talk about some awesome Xbox stuff and to really share. I'm really excited to talk about Psychonauts because I've really gotten to get into it. I know we all have over the last week, so I'm excited for that, but I'm doing great, buddy. Happy to be here. And also, big nose for Chipotle Bear. He got a new mic. He is rocking the Elgato Wave 3, just like myself. So hopefully we're not going to have scary audio issues like we have had it before in the past. So congratulations on that, Chipotle Bear. And, Joining uh, us... Uh, for the, this is my real voice, for the record. If you're like, yes. hey, it doesn't sound like a Rockies <laughs> announcer anymore, that's because I was using software. There we go. So now you hear... Before, everyone's like, oh, Chipotle Bear's voice is so low and sexy, and it's so amazing. And it's like, well, now we get the real truth. I mean, okay? I've definitely no, been told it's low and sexy before in real well, life. Well, it sounds a little bit different now. I'm not going to lie. It's come, <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to come through when I edit this. And joining us to the assistant, to the assistant, to the co-host, Bubble, welcome back. Congratulations to the baby Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy N7, welcome back to the show. How are you? Thank you. Really, really happy to be here. Um, I missed it last week. It was it was a pretty not stressful week, um, but new baby at home, and so a lot of different things. And apparently, we forgot everything there is to know about what having hmm. a newborn was like. Um, but she's doing great now, and I have Good. what I can consider free time again. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, well, it's not real. Well, but it, wait, how old is Cora? Five. So she's in school, right? She's in pre-K? No, she's in kindergarten. She's in Ashley's class. Oh, okay. So is it full day? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. So there you yep. go. So now you are home with the newborn, I'm assuming. And no, so... it's Ashley's here, too. We we did our leave together. Oh, which, um, okay. Yeah, been, it's, it's great. So I still got, yeah. after this week, three more weeks. So Of course. What am I nice, thinking? Man. Of course she's... So, okay. So there's both of you, one child. So this is easy. This well, is easy right here. Well, <laughs> it's like redoing the first Chance. level after you've beaten Chance, let me tell you. Guns. Oh, hold on. Hold on. It's, this first, is easy. I was about, stop. I was going to be like, Dan, you're an idiot. And then I was like, wait, Dan had twins. So he's allowed <laughs> yes. to talk shit. Okay. Yes. So yeah, you're, st- you're this is easy. And one of them's away at school. Anyways, uh, that, that was the big news. But the real big news, and I want to show you right here, you guys. Can you read this? Ooh. <laughs> D-Y well, that's the first the time you've gotten that? I've gotten that email like four <laughs> times already. I haven't. Uh, for our audio listeners, make sure to check out the video. I got my first, apparently my first, and Jose's just rocking it like t- 12 times a day. I got my first, you might have been exposed to COVID-19 exposure alert on my iPhone. It happened today when I was at Costco 
And it took me a while, Jose, because I'm like, what the heck? When would it have been? Did a little bit of research. So basically, you and uh, you have to opt in, right? And whoever opts in also has to opt in, obviously. And they also have to have their Bluetooth on. Then the other thing is, is that you have to spend a certain amount of time with that person within a certain amount of distance, and they have to report their positive tests. So whoever I came in contact with on Thursday, the 9th of September, they were are taking this seriously and reported that they were positive to COVID. So I have potentially been exposed. I'm going to go get tested tomorrow morning. So I get to look forward to that. But I feel great. The kids. Spoiler warning. It's your cousin Cisco because you didn't get him a cummerbund. He's doing it just to <laughs> troll you. It's funny you say that because I'm like, it had to have been at the wedding, right? Because I was exposed to a lot of people indoors. No, it did give me the date. I, I dug around for that. So September 9th. And I'm like, what did I do at Thursday at work? And I'm like, I don't even remember talking to anybody like in my office for a long period of time. So super confused. Allie, Chance, I we were talking about this before. Randomly, she went on a walk, but then she came home. And right when I was leaving, she's like, I feel like I'm coming down with something. I don't feel good. Was eating soup. Does not look good. I took the kids to Costco. She said she passed out when I went to Costco. So. I may have exposed my wife, you guys, in a breakthrough case. So, well, we're both getting tested tomorrow. So exciting stuff happening over here. We were planning on going and seeing baby Jack, but uh, I don't know if that's still happening. Let's move on. Oh, the other thing was, is I did, we were supposed to have a special guest today, a math teacher of ours, who we were very excited to get in here. But unfortunately, he said he's at DEF CON 3 or 4 or something. No kids are asleep and... uh Severson, maybe we'll get you on next time. So unfortunately, yeah, I guess he, he may or may not be here. We'll see. Every parenting nightmare I've ever known has come from good old Severson. <laughs> it's so funny. He he likes to reference Murphy's Law. And we when we text each other, you guys, we always reference Murphy's Law and Sisyphus. Do you know who Sisyphus is? Yeah. Sisyphus. Like, love push the, Sisyphus. Push the rock up the hill. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All, all you're eternity. constantly just all in, in just, what is it? Is this Greek mythology where you're just constantly yeah. Yeah, pushing he's in, the rock he, up Sisyphus the hill? Sisyphus is in Hades. Oh, see, oh, yeah, that's he right. You, I remember seeing treats. that. Yeah. Treats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so a... anyway, Severson, we are always texting each other saying we're always Sisyphus and, uh, and we always say deleting after we have our conversations. We always delete our texts just to make sure our wives don't catch that. So pro tip. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Now Allie's going to know. Let's move in to our warm up question for the week. And this week, I'd love to have Bubble Boy N7. Take it away, Bubble Boy. Let's hear it. Yeah, so Lana, one of the other counselors at Gateway, um, she heard about the podcast, obviously huge fan. Um, I think she said like that last person that wrote in that, um, I guess Bubble Boy was her favorite character. And she's like, oh, so what other kinds of foods have you guys done? And I like kind of told her what the top five foods. She's like, oh, well, you ha- you didn't like start with fries. You got to do fries. Fries has to be on that list. So um, we are going to rank our top five fast foods food fries and she wanted me to read her list too um, which I'm sure we'll have some on here and one that I'm hoping one of you have done so that we can talk about it um, but she only wanted to do four so wait 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 hey, wait, wait wait these are hers these are hers yeah she just wanted me to share them because she was mm-hmm. like well I want I want hers to be mine because I don't have a list guys I'm gonna break everybody's hearts especially Lana's mm-hmm. I'm not a fry guy like to me what I don't what is this here like when I, I go to burger places, what? I just focus on getting multiple burgers and items, and I don't waste. So that's my a Kyle Kinane original too. Yeah, he's like, no, I get two Big Macs instead of Big Macs. <laughs> See, and a exactly. Fry. And yeah. if I did have to vote, wow. the only one I could think of 
would be Arby's, the curly fries. Those are wow. incredible. That would be my number one. And then number two, probably like McDonald's. So that that's about okay. all I got. Let's hear okay. Lana's. Let's hear Lana's. So coming in at number four was Chick-fil-A. And I said, okay, but hold on. Do they still come in at number four without the sauce? And she said, oh, yeah. So because uh, I'm not, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth. Number th- I like, three. Wait, I like this. Sauces? It has to be still okay. This is a non shout out to Snelling. Snelling has a problem with our chicken list. He's like, Well, the sauce makes the sandwich. And I'm like, No, it needs to be about the taste of the chicken and whatever is the standard thing given yeah, the to stock. you. So these I are agree standard the stock. stock fries, stock burgers, whatever they decide. That's the stock item. So, yeah. thank you, Lana, for pointing that out. We are going Can't be by ordering just biscuits taste. and gravy. Hold the biscuits, right? Exactly. Let's hear I mean, this. you can, you just can't put it in the ranking power rankings up here. <laughs> Um, number three in this, I'm hoping one of you can back this up because I, I, I prom- I seriously think I want to try these just as much as the sandwich, but Popeye's Cajun fries. So has anybody had the Popeye's Cajun fries? No, but I've, I think I've seen Both them. Both of you are sounds by delicious. There's no Popeye's by me. But again, I know, man, I, it, it yeah. Jose, the thing I do though, again, I'll get two sandwiches. I'm not, I, yeah. I, I can't, uh, next time though, I'm getting those fries. Let's, let's hear the rest of those. So delicious. Raising Cane's was number two for her, which I was a little upset about because I was like, oh no, the bread is better than the, you take the bread and you dip it in the sauce. Um, but you know, it's her list. So, and then number one, McDonald's, it's really hard to beat a good classic McDonald's fry. So, um, shout out to Lana. Appreciate, um, all of her uh, support and shout out to Lana. Shout out to Lana. Thank you, Lana. Let's go to Jose. Jose, I want to hear yours, then we'll close out with chances because I'm interested to hear because he sounds like he's really into French fries, so we'll leave him for last. <laughs> it's that sheen on his forehead. Uh, no, shout out to Lana. Thank you for writing. We always appreciate it. Uh, so my list, I got, I got a couple of, I think, dark horses on my list uh, that I don't know if a lot of people put on there, but I think when, it, they, when, I, when they hear me say it, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that was a good choice. Number five uh, is Freddy's. Freddy's Steak Burgers uh, is, my, is my number f- uh, five. I like that they're real thin. They're often like really crispy, um, and they're. I like that they're good beyond like the initial hotness. Like you can eat them because they're crunchy later, almost like chips. That's really nice. Um, number four for me, also with Lana, is Chick Fil A. I think Chick Fil A is a really good fry, and the way that I gauge that because usually I do have it with sauce is when I'm driving home, right, and I can't open a sauce because I'm driving. You grab it yes. out of the bag. There, you know, Look when they're hot you. and toasty, real good. Like this, real that, good. I, that has some real science behind it. I, yes, wow, you're good right, for you, that, Jose. Even I have to chime in here. You're right, Jose, because sometimes I'll be, I'll get the kids uh, happy meals. You know, like I said, I'm dad tax right there. But then I'll try try one, and then when I know when I keep going back. These must be good, or they must have cocaine in them. So continue. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Grayson. They forgot your fries. <laughs> yeah. Oh, same with you, Brooke and Maddie. <laughs> uh, so that was, number, that was number four. Number three for me, I did put McDonald's on there because it's, I mean, it's America's favorite fry. Uh, when they're nice and hot, McDonald's fries are champion status. Like truly, they're just delicious. And I actually commend them because I don't know if you two remember in like late 90s, early aughts, when you'd get like the supersized fries, you were literally getting like a gulpy size of them. And I'm, I'm actually not a fan of that. That's too many fries. That's like two and a half potatoes, right? Like I actually like that they've scaled it back that when you get a value meal, you get enough. Like they're good, they're tasty, you finish them, you don't waste them. I'm all about that life. Save the planet. Number two for me, uh, Arby's fries, the curly fries, because same thing with Dan, I gotta give it to him. They are amazing. Like just, God, they are so good. And when you get the real tight, high and tight curly cues, that's where it's at right there. Uh, and then my number one, this is the true dark horse, Good Times. Good Times Wild Fries, whew, they are a step above. I love those fries. Yep, uh, yep, so yep. 
Can I share a good time story? I don't, did I send you this the other day, guys? You did so not. Yesterday, Allie, again, shout out to my wife, had it with the kids. Freaked out, yelled at them because they were just whining on her. Just, you know, because I'm stern with them. They know that caca doesn't going to work with me, you guys. You can use this whiny voice all you want. I can tune you out or say that's not going to work. She lost it. She's like, I can't take this. She literally ran upstairs, closed the door, and then they're all like, like shocked and stunned. So I'm like, okay, guys, we I'm gotta the get joker. That. Yeah, I'm like, we got to get out of here, you guys. Your mom is losing it, literally. So I took them to Good Times because I had those free ice cream tokens, right? Go to the one on, on Union and uh, Alameda. Of course, I pull up. I'm like, hey, I'd like to get those four free ice creams. Okay, what flavor do you want? Yes, can I just have two vanillas and two chocolates? We don't have any vanilla or any chocolate ice cream. We're out of ice cream. All we have is the coffee crunch. And I was like... Why did they ask what flavor you wanted? You <laughs> exactly, only have one exactly. flavor. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there like, are you kidding me right now? Of course. And that's when I texted Severson and he said, Murphy's Law, of course, Daniel. This is supposed to happen. But turned it into a good thing. Went to Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen came through, you know, phenomenal. And we went to the Green Mountain Elementary School uh, playground there and they had a great time. So oh, shout classic. out to Playground. Yes. Classic and- evening. But yeah, DQ's, DQ's gotten expensive in our old age. It's not it's, cheap. Dude, everything, I don't, I don't care anymore. But shout out to Good Times. I, I love Good Times, but the other night failed me miserably with the ice cream. So I like your list, Jose. Well, shout out to you for being dad of the day, taking the kids to <laughs> yeah. uh, not only Man. to save your wife, but also to Good Times and uh, to get some DQ and play. That's that's true, and, number and, one. And Ali, right I hope there. you're listening to what Jose just said. And I also took all three of the kids to Costco tonight, so I like a nap. So anyway, moving Ooh. on, Chance, let's close yeah. out the uh, the list here with your top five fries. I'm, I'm assuming you're going to have a lot of similars to what we've mentioned. And Yes, and, Jose. but I do have two. Um, actually, my top two are different. So, And I, I might get in trouble, you know. Daniel always likes to... Here he goes bending the rules again. I have 17 different fries that I... No, I'm kidding. Um, So coming in number five, Chick-fil-A. And Jose, you're absolutely right. I hadn't thought of it that way. Just the reach over. um, The reach over for the fry, way better than the reach around, right? And so top five, Chick-fil-A, number five. Number four, McDonald's, which was felt a little bad to put it there, even though it is classic. But it's also, um, you know, there's nothing... That, that really jumps out about it um, to me. So I had number three uh, the on consistency. there. Consistency. What? It, has, it hasn't evolved in fifty years. Three? Yeah, which There's is a... kind of cool. But uh, it... yeah, exactly. If it's if it ain't broke, don't yeah. fix yeah. it. Yeah. I, okay. I gotcha. All right, keep going. Keep going. Um, number three was Good Times too. So that was not a dark horse, Jose. I, those wild fries. Those are yeah, they are legit, um, and really don't even need any sort of ketchup or anything. Uh, number two was Five Guys, and I, I wanted to also put a little bit of an aside here on Five Guys. So back for, was it Bros Bash 2015 or Bros Bash 2013, 2014? God, 14. I don't even remember. Bros Bash 2014. Um, when uh, Daddy D. Wally and Jay Biz and I went out to see Pack Attack in Phoenix, we, we tried all the fast food, like all of it, I think, um, because we were allowed to. And we did, of course, we did the requisite in and out and everything. And I, and as we were sitting there at the, uh, was it the Scottsdale Mall? Um, we were all like, you know what? Five Guys is, that might be our favorite of all the 
burgers that we've just had, Five I Guys forgot about probably Five Guys. comes in yeah. at, at the top. And the greasy and, big bag. They mm-hmm. give you too many fries, but whatever. I mean, yep. talk about what Jose was saying earlier with McDonald's. They just, here, take them all. You know? Yep. Yep. So that was a number two that I, I figured would be different. And then the number one that D. Wally's probably going to get upset about is Wingstop. Um, I, I, I would like to think that they count. Um, and if you haven't had them, I'll allow it. must try. Are you talking the, the the fries or the chips? The, the fries. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Buffalo Wild Wings. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm the fries. The fries. And so part like of what, what makes it is that you can you typically always get the, some sauces with the wings if you do it right there. And they have a cheese sauce that's delicious. But their fries also have salt and I swear a little bit of like a tiny, tiny bit of sugar on them. They have this just very, very unique taste that's that's always done really well. So. Shout out to Wingstop. I like that chance. Mm-hmm. I think I've had them and I enjoyed them. So I'm going to have to try them again. To, mm-hmm. I think you might be onto something. So thank you to Lana. There it is, you guys. The official XRT top five French fries. My list kind of sucked, but I, I liked what Jose and Chance, and I'm glad Lana was there to fill in for me. So perfect, you guys. Let's move in. Thanks again to Lana. To uh, what have we been playing, gentlemen? Uh, Chance, we haven't heard from you for a while, so why don't you start us off? What have you been playing? Yeah. Oh, wait, well, I actually know one of them. I've seen you on yep. Assassin's Creed for yes, some reason, have. and I thought yeah. you didn't like that. So tell me I about I never Assassin's said I Creed. didn't like it. I absolutely never said I didn't like it. I just said that the last one was probably going to be the last one. Um, the Siege of Paris came out, so I had to download that because I, of course, spent the, what, 110 or whatever a long time ago. Um, and I like it. It's good. It, I, when I was reading some of the reviews, they were all just like, oh, it doesn't do anything different and none of it's... I'm just like, that's okay. I mean, it's a really good game that was done. The visuals are just absolutely astonishing and gorgeous. And um, again, I, I think that probably got... I don't know. I don't know if overhyped was the right word. Definitely for me though, because I had the highest of high expectations with it. But it's still fun, and I enjoy it. And so I downloaded that, and I've been playing that. So when let me you, ask you. Let me ask you really quick: Is which one is more worth my time? Because you always like to say, "Is it worth the money?" Yes, but is it worth your time, Diwali? No. That or Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk. Oh gosh. Oh no. What? Come, uh, come back while you're while you're thinking oh. about that i have another question for you when you bought the dlc or you downloaded it after paying a hundred dollars like six <laughs> years ago did you also get a tattoo that said Just no regrets yeah the no no regrets <laughs> no regrets yep, yep. Uh, Heck yeah. anything else shady um, and then little bits of uh psychonauts, psychonauts. still too okay. yeah because i again and i i was listening to the show bits and bits like five minutes here five minutes there and i was just cracking up again on the one from last week and so i've done most of the levels you guys talked about um that casino boss one definitely stood out it's just so cool all the little like mini games and stuff are just so fun in there and i cannot especially because you're the person that was getting upset with me about the electricity on the floor i cannot understand how you didn't do that heart race and beat it on the first try yeah i don't know for some reason that one long jump i just i i think i was just jumping too early obviously but did you guys do chance have you done the bowling level no, I haven't yet. Don't oh, tell me. God. Nope, not yet. Yeah. So there's so, it's so good. And, and Jose, you're right. We talked about this a little bit before. The, uh, the cooking one, that actually might be one of the best. That was really cool. And I actually f- failed at the first time one because 
I was going around collecting everything then because it doesn't punish you, except it is a collectible, of course, that, that unlocks. So if you missed that, you probably guys didn't, but I'll have to go back and get that. Jose, I know you've been playing Psychonauts. Is there anything else you've been playing? Or do you, I can't wait to do the spoiler cast of Psychonauts, by the way, you guys, but go ahead, Jose. Uh, no, other than that, I I just I haven't had a whole lot of time this week. We uh, I was going to talk about this in the intro, so I'm going to do that in lieu of my games because really it's just been Psychonauts, and, and I agree with everything these two are saying. But uh, I don't know if you are TikTokers. Uh, I am not. I have a TikTok account. Uh, I've used it zero times. But unfortunately... Uh, uh, I'd say you are a middle-aged boomer and not allowed to have a TikTok Oh, they let account, me have an account. Keep going. Oh, okay. I keep thinking what to put on there, and I can't think of anything. Anyway... Right now, there is unfortunately a nationwide trend called uh, Devious Licks. Have you guys heard about this? I've heard. We got an email. Yeah, you should so, have gotten an email, Dan. So long story short, it's a, it's an, it's a challenge, quote-unquote, challenging kids to cause chaos at their school, like destructive chaos, stealing stuff, breaking stuff, and it has come to my school. And so on a Tuesday afternoon, we had nine different soap dispensers ripped out of bathrooms off the wall, um, out of sight of cameras, of course. And uh, so we've had to shut the bathrooms for the last two days, and it and I've had to literally stand in front of a pooper for my entire shift at school, which sounds a lot cooler than it actually is. Uh, but anyway, so because of that, I've been trying to catch up on work at home because it's hard to like do work while you're standing in the hallway. So anyway, Psychonauts is what I've been playing this week. Uh, hopefully we're moving away from that stuff. It sounds like TikTok, TikTok has actually banned those videos now and is like banning people who post them and stuff, which I'm actually grateful for. Thank you for taking some responsibility. But um, in the meantime, I have not gotten a whole lot of gaming other than Psychonauts is my refuge when I come home and I just can bounce around and play as Raz, which makes me definitely happy. So that's what I've been up to. Yeah, okay. I've turned into an old man because I remember complaining about kids at the park. So it's, it's just happened. I've made the switch over those dang punk kids. I love Raz, though, Jose. He's hilarious. I think he's a great character. I also have been playing Psychonauts and Destiny 2 still. Guys, Destiny 2 just knows how to get the grind out of me, Chance. It's it's like it dangles just a little bit. Here's some powerful gear. Just play a few uh, Crucible matches, yep. do a few strikes. Yep. Oh, you're right there. The just one more. Just one yeah, more. They, they've, they've perfected it. They, they, they've gotten me, so I've been sucked into Destiny 2 for some reason. I don't even know why. Like Even once I get to like the top level, what am I going to do? Just... Grind some more because they'll just raise nothing, it, so. and that's what I did. And I like <laughs> I remember after I finished all the three DLCs, I was like, "Oh, great!" Like I like quote beat it, and then I was like, "I need to go show up." Uh, oh, wait, no, there's nobody to do this with, and yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. That's why I get the more I, I was thinking about it, I just get that much more excited for Halo, and I can't wait for all the like intense customization of yeah. the Spartans and the flags and the yeah. guns and just Me everything, too. right? Like it's just yeah. never gonna get old. And I saw some complaints on like an article I was reading, like there's too much customization in Halo. That is, I'm like, uh, customization is always cool and always good. And I'm excited to be able to have a higher level of customization with the colors, specifically in the shaders and all the armors, like you were saying. Yeah. And there's a way you can like, because I've played the technical test and you will be, hopefully, I think you all signed up in a couple of weeks or next weekend. Uh, you'll see how you, basically the players are like highlighted a certain shade and I recommend having your team be in yellow. Remember this. Have us and your team in yellow and have them be in pink. Because I was having a little bit of difficulty uh, telling apart, is this guy on my team or not? Or is this a bad guy? Pro tip, you guys, have your team be yellow. Have the bad team be like this pink shade or color. Because otherwise, Or you, you could just get confused. an OLED. 
<laughs> Here we go, guys. Anyway, no, but uh, and so, I just that's just so it's such a dumb thing to get upset yeah. about. Like, okay, don't customize your guy, and then oh well. Like, I don't want people to have fun playing yeah, this game. Yeah, the, it should be red versus blue. This is not Halo. I'm, come on, dude. Like, cut me a break. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to say about Destiny. You're right, Chance. I wish we could all get together and do another raid because I do remember when me and Alan we completed the first raid on Destiny. Were you there, Chance? I don't know if you were there. I was I, we the, played the, with, where we played with the randos. Were you there? You didn't finish it though, did you? I yes. started it with you. Yeah, I, and exactly. then I remember being so like distraught about not being able to finish it. And that was one of those moments where it was like, you guys are so far ahead now. Like, I think I'm going to put it down. Exactly. So I do wish I had people to play with because the raids were fun and unique. And that required a lot of cooperative, you know, moving pieces coming together. And I really appreciate that. But I remember, yeah, Chance, I remember you dropped off and then it was just me and Alan and then we had to find other randoms on the Xbox groups, you know, which was nice. We did find somebody, but they had to be basically at the same area we were continuing. We didn't get it a few nights or then you have to coordinate with randos like when can you get back on? I've heard from others that the Reddit Destiny is a great place to coordinate and find fire team members and stuff like that, which I'm sure is a lot better now, but that's the one thing about it. Those raids are intense and they are, they are a huge time commitment, which, you know, it's hard to coordinate. So shout out to destiny psychonauts and assassin's creed Valhalla. So maybe we'll have to check that out. And some Warzone. Do- we hit a couple of Warzone. Oh guns. yeah, that's right. And I did play Warzone. We did get some wins. I was going to say, Jose, I'm glad you brought that up. I played with uh, Nico and Stanley last night. We had to have had like 10 second places, no victories. It was heartbreaking. And one of them, Nico was the last. Sorry, Nico, I'm going to put you on blast right here. Nico was in the zone. The smoke is closing. I'm running. The guy gets me from behind, but I can hear him. I'm like, Nico, he is right above me. He is right on me. He's coming up the stairs. All you got to do is shoot him. For some reason, he's like putting his plates in, chokes, gets obliterated, and dies. And it was two on one at that point. So I was devastated. So sorry, Nico. Just. You failed me. Usually, and usually Nico is clutch, you guys. So that was devastating. So shout out to Warzone. Chance, at the end, I still want to know which one, Assassin's Creed or Cyberpunk, is worth my time. Let's uh, c- Cyberpunk. You can. Okay. I'll say it now. And just because it is so different. Okay. And, and you know you have a system thinking? that can run it. True. And I'm still waiting for the next-gen patch, and I bought it for $10. I and Jose got it for full price back, and it's still in his shrink wrap. <laughs> I'm wondering if when that next gen patch happens if they're going to put on game pass and they probably will and then i'm gonna be pissed about spending 10 bucks i think that would be the smart move because they got to relaunch that game i i I, that was a disaster we'll talk about that another time let's move into the news you guys let's start out with um the let's start out with some delays so for story number one this comes from techland the developers of dying light 2 uh, basically, it's this is coming from uh, the CEO. Today, we have important news to share about the development progress of Dying Light 2. It's always been our company's goal to build a transparent and honest communication with our community, with our community fans, and gamers. Every day, we strive to grow in this element. Basically, I'm going to skip this mumbo-jumbo. We've decided to move the release date to February 4th, 2020. 22. So there it is, you guys. A big release that was supposed to launch right before Halo Infinite. Probably a smart move uh, in general, not to be paired up against Halo. But also, uh, moving into February now, now there's a bunch of games in February. Does this... Uh, Chance, are you... We, I remember you were saying, did you plan on getting this at launch, or are you still more in the camp of waiting? 
Well, I, I was going to kind of see how things were shaken out and what else was going on at the time. Um, so it kind of depends, but I, I applaud this move. I like the, the words that that guy used and he was really honest and it's, it's kind of like that we, you know, we probably reference it too much, but that cyberpunk thing, like just wait until it's ready. I'm not like pumped about being patient, right? Like I love my patience pants, but I'd rather that than play a bad game. Yeah. And Jose, well, I'm going to skip you because we'll move into the next news story, which is Battle, this is, I'm going to read all about. No, no, let me interrupt you. Let me tell the audience what really happened. We were on our chat this week and, you know, just chatting about dumb things we find on the internet. Typical day. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Dan says, guys, I'm kind of afraid they're going to delay Battlefield. And literally, I kid you not, I text him, stop saying that you're going to jinx it. And within an hour, within one hour. One hour, ladies and gentlemen. We all get a message on Twitter that Battlefield has been delayed. So if you're looking for someone to blame, that would be Daddy D. Wally. Just throwing that out. Okay. There were a lot of rumors going around on the old Twitterverse and EA stock price. I showed you, Jose. And I and I was like kind of kidding. I'm like, time to buy the dip. Totally should have because it rebounded like later that night. So it could have made some quick cash if you bought, well, I don't know. It was 140 bucks a share. But let's get into it, guys. Battlefield 2042. And I got to read this, Jose, because you know how I feel about those old people over at DICE. We've made the decision to shift the launch of Battlefield 2042. The game will now be released worldwide November 19th, 2021. So I believe this is about a month delay. Building the next generation of Battlefield during a global pandemic has created unforeseen challenges for our development teams. Given the scale and scope of the game, we had hoped our teams would be back into our studios together as more uh, as we move towards launch. With the ongoing conditions not allowing that to happen safely and with all the hard work the teams are doing from home, we feel it is important to take extra time to deliver on the vision of Battlefield 2042 to our players. Your enthusiasm for the game has been very inspiring. We believe in the game we're making, making, and we thank you for your patience as we put some finishing touches on the experiences. So uh, the open updates on the open beta will be coming later this month, and this came from Oscar Gabrielson and the Battlefield 24 development team. I would like to start off on this one, though, really quick, you guys. If they're delaying the game only a month, this has me concerned. Because I, I think um, I think we're gonna get diced again. Because if they only need an extra month, oh, I, I think you yeah, could it feels like get that. more like marketing, right? Like, exactly. Oh, we, like, oh, we lost like, all the why, posters. Or and and they didn't and they announced the the release date. It wasn't that long ago, right? It was probably during E three. It was E three, right? Is what they so they couldn't have the seen that maybe they need another month or push it back. And I, now I think it's launching after. Call of Duty, which is not good, and in between, closer to Halo, which I'm angry about because I want I liked how they were all spaced out. To me, I'm getting a bad feeling about this. I think I don't want to have another dice situation with Battlefield 4, but I'm getting bad vibes. I would much rather them just I I actually tweeted at them like I, I showed you guys with our XRT uh, Twitter account, and actually some people liked it and retweeted it, saying, "Guys, take as long as you want. We're big fans." Delay it till the spring if you have to, because we don't want no offense. We don't want to get diced by you. Yeah, you put like that we did in with there. Battlefield. I put in. The, I, I said it, and so I'm. I would be fine. I would be glad if they delayed it until March. That'd be awesome. But uh, bubble or actually not bubble boy. Well, Chipotle bear. I want to start all, with Chipotle. Hold on. All I have to say is ditto. I, I, <laughs> okay. I hope it's April. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Chipo Bear, now I'd like to hear your thoughts. You can talk about Dying Light if you want to, but specifically your thoughts on Battlefield being delayed only one month, whereas Dying Light we see from December to early February. So I guess that's yeah. almost a month too. Or actually, it's so, two months. I echo a lot of what you guys said, and we've said it again. We have plenty to play. There's nothing that, like, it's not like we're sitting here waiting for another game that we can't play. We have all games passed. So I do appreciate if it's not ready, don't put it out. That being said, uh, you know, with, with the only thing I can try to trying to make sense of this, because you said it's weird to have a month delay at this point where you're already announcing it. I mean, I wonder if this still is really some of that, like, global chip shortage, because I'm trying to think of it from the perspective of, like, what could be holding them up? It's probably servers, right? Like, they, they don't want to dice people, and you do that by having lots of servers, and if you're trying to increase server capacity... That's hard right now because computer chips are at a premium. They're not available. That could be what's contributing to it. I don't know. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. And then the other thing I would just say, just kind of as the like fail safe. So let's say we do get diced, which that would suck. We would we would not be happy, but we also would have Halo two weeks later, right? So like at the end of the day, you know, like we're it's pretty much a win 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 for us on all fronts. I mean, the only. I guess kind of downside situation is what if it does come out and is freaking awesome and then Halo comes out in two weeks. We're going to literally have to have a block schedule where like Monday, Tuesday, Friday is like Battlefield night and then Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday is is Halo night and then Sundays for the boys, we just like let it rain, whatever happens that night. Like that's going to be, we got to figure that out. You got to set a schedule. You got to call Miggy and Goose and get everybody on board. Yeah, and I am a little concerned because we haven't had a great Battlefield game for a long time now, and we also haven't had a new Halo game since 2015. Can you believe that? It's been six years since Halo 5, so uh, a lot of people want to play, but I, I just feel like it depends on the beta. So whenever we play that open beta, whenever that is, if that beta is in good shape, which is basically it's not a beta, it's their their tri- their trial. Yeah, it's of the it's game, almost their, their golden master right there. Exactly. So if that goes well... I'll have more confidence, but as of right now, I've played the Halo tech test, and then if the next one is like just as good with way more people, then I, I'm going to be confident that Halo is going to... Well, first of all, Halo, I feel like, is under more pressure and has to launch in a better state, So, uh, but right now, I'm just feeling way more confident in Halo Infinite than I am Battlefield, so any other thoughts on that, Shady, or are you good? I... I, I totally agree with Jose, and I love the way he put it. Of course, like yeah. the block schedule, and that's why I'm like, I, just push it to May. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I that's can... what I want. Just push it, just push it. Out. But Jose, I did like your point. Like maybe maybe it is just a server issue. Maybe they are just, and that kind of would make sense for a month. You know, they can start, set that up. So, I, I mean, either way, I would love for both of these games to launch perfectly, and then. It, like Jose said, we we just have to, it'll just be a struggle for us to pick which game we want to play, which would be a great thing. I want them both to be phenomenal because, like I said, we have not had a good Battlefield and a good Halo game in a long, long time. So I'm excited either way. And uh, I need to buy that stupid $90 version of it and just suck it up and pay for the season pass ahead of it. Thank God Halo's free. What were you going to say, Jose? Go ahead. I was going to say, did you see that the, uh, I don't know if it's the ultimate pass one of Halo comes with a... What's the what's the Lego knockoff that they're doing all the Halo stuff right now? Uh, mega the mega blocks, mega, mega constructs, whatever. It comes with the limited edition Master Chief helmet, mega constructs yeah, kit. I saw that. It was pretty sweet. I, I I always wanted that. Was that Halo Three to have a helmet back there? That would have been so cool. But of course, I'll have to find that on eBay or something. Let's move on to the next story, you guys. This is coming from the Xbox Wire. 
and basically new updates to the Xbox app in your Windows 10 PCs lets you stream console games from the cloud to your home console. So today we're opening up new possibilities for you to remote play, uh, basically playing Xbox games from the cloud to your PC or playing games directly from your console uh, to your PC with remote play. And I believe uh, Bubble Boy was setting this up before. Bubble Boy, did you get a chance to try this? And does this, this interests you, obviously, because you're setting it up. Jose, totally. probably not so much. So Chance, let me hear what you, your thoughts on this new streaming. I, so I hope to have a little bit of a longer thing to say next week, but I because I just got it up and running, and then it was like 825 all of a sudden. So um, I'm excited that I can do it. This is that hopefully, and I know it'll, it won't be perfect, but that like, oh, I can, I just have a couple of like random things to do in Assassin's Creed here, and they almost, and this is, you probably won't like this, but like it's all it's like we're grinding, right? Like I'm doing some real grindy things, but what a perfect thing to do right before I fall asleep. Like here's ten minutes of grinding before I go to bed. You're achieving it away. Exactly. <laughs> and and that I can do that from I'm actually gonna use probably I have it on my surface here, but I'll probably use my old phone because it's the screen is so much bigger than on my iPhone. Um so I'll use that with the Series X controller, and I'm I'm excited about it. I think it's great. And like Jose, yeah. well, I'll let Jose speak for himself, but I I what I think he's gonna say, I totally agree with. <laughs> Jose, any thoughts on stream? Well, actually, you you're not in a position to do this, huh? Because you've got Max everywhere. So yeah, no, I, I'm um, not in a position for this update. Yeah. But I I still again I, I said this last week, and I've said it before. I'll say it again. Anything towards cloud gaming, I'm all I'm all for. You know, I know right now it's Windows exclusive, but it, the Windows is a smart company that wants to make money, and so it's only a matter of time till it'll be uh, available over in Macland where I'm happy. Uh, so that's totally fine. Um, the one question I am curious, and I, you know, just some, I'm putting it in there as a feeler for Bubble Boy, is I would like to know what the experience is, is with a disc in your Xbox Series X remotely versus like a downloaded game versus a game pass game. So like if, yeah. if you have time to do experiment on that for us, I would love to know that difference. I don't know if I have any discs. Mm. I don't I'm think it would be think. that different really. Right. Because I thought it's, about it's still no, I was curious. data. Yeah. It's just but streaming. I don't know. I think I like, wonder, I, I think the disc would be probably the, the most amount of lag because it has to take it from the disc into the system through the internet. Right. And, where if it's just the already downloaded game that it's just going that's that many less hoops that it has to jump through you know I, I mean I would it's be a great to, question and I'll, I'll I'll have to hope I have I don't know I I, I would be able to test course, this Jose because I have uh, Red Dead Undead Nightmare on a disc so I I could potentially do it but I, I see like again this is a great extra feature maybe not necessarily that important to us or most people for that matter but. Because how many people would rather stream their game from their Xbox in their house uh, when they could just play it on their console? But I could see it being something for if you have siblings or a big family and one kid's like playing their PlayStation or Nintendo on the big screen, you could just essentially open up your laptop and then just stream your game to a, to another screen, which is nice. And also, it does, it, I don't know if this means, can we do this anywhere? Like, Yeah, um, no, you can. So that's why I was like, well, do you, Daddy D. Wally's uh, work production just took a Yeah, exactly. There we go. Just <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll test this out over the APS Wi-Fi, and I'll let you know how it goes. Um, 
So again, a cool thing, I, I, I'm waiting for when we can do this to like our phones, like stream our games, our collection of games through the Game Pass or xCloud you, app. Or you can't, Xbox that's what app. it's saying. I, I'm going to use my other, I can't because I have an iPhone, Is it saying through your phone? Android. I thought it's yeah, saying. Yeah, I can do it on my Android. I thought this, I, I thought this specifically, I, I think it's still, that's still coming. This is specifically just to PCs right now, but you're right. Yeah, now. I thought, I went down, I thought it was yeah. Windows 10 devices. I thought yeah, it had to be a Windows, Windows 10, 10 device. device. That, that is coming though, Chance. Like eventually we should be able to stream all of our games, not just through Game Pass, but to our Android or iPhones uh, streaming from our console. So I, I'm excited for that. You can do it. Sorry for the lull. We're staring at a screen that we yeah, can't sorry. read from Chance. Yeah. It just it says on your mobile device. This is how you do it. I'll and I'll just okay. Text Chance is going to try it right goes, yeah. now. You should be able no, to stream not it right, right now. now. Moving on to the next story, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, I, I'm assuming Jose did because he's all about that tech. Uh, Gear six and and this is coming. Sorry from Windows Central. There's a lot of people who reported on this. This is kind of like a big leak. Uh, Gear 6 and other unannounced Xbox Game Studios projects were outed via NVIDIA's GeForce Now database. The NVIDIA data provides a glimpse into the future of uh, uh, games. So basically what you need to know, contents of an internal NVIDIA database surfaced online on the 13th, including references to various upcoming projects of third-party video games. So this was also, there are also PlayStation games on there. There is a bunch of Xbox games. Um Gear 6 and other forthcoming projects from uh, Microsoft were among those names, including a project dubbed Project Oxide, which nobody, I think someone was saying, I can't remember, I'll have to look that up, but I, that might have been, uh, Oxide refer, refers to an upcoming strategy, oh yeah, that was right, it was a strategy simulation game published by Xbox uh, Game Studios, internally named Project Indus uh, so basically, I, there were also rumors going around saying that this game might come out in the spring, whatever this strategy simulation game is. So um, basically, Jose, do you know anything about this NVIDIA, how this leak happened? I, what's GeForce now? I, do you know anything about it or no? So I, I don't know specifically about this one, but I'm, I mean, NVIDIA GeForce is like their uh, graphics cards, their graphics yes. card stuff. So it's basically what I'm assuming is like as, as graphic cards have continued to evolve mm -hmm. uh, and they get... I kind of like tuned, if that's the way, if that makes sense, like tuned for specific experiences. Gaming would be one of yes, those experiences. Right. And you pair that well, with those like drivers, right? those pesky drivers. Yeah. Right? So like, so like as, as NVIDIA is planning to roll out whatever their next crazy numbered and lettered um, graphics card might be, it might be saying like pairing it with gear six, saying it's going to specifically design to run gear six oh, at the most extreme ray tracing settings. Okay. And what happens with that? And, and it's, I know this because it happens often in Apple world is whenever mm -hmm. small bits of data gets sent out, people, there are people out there that go through and like mine the actual code. And I'm talking like they're, they're combing over 50,000 lines of code. So it looks like the stuff. matrix and they somehow find this guy was testing gear six on this RTX 30 or 4090, the next card or something like well, that. Well, not even like, testing, just that it's, it was mentioned it's and coming. so it's like linked to it kind of thing. And this is just is evidence that it's coming, right? That's oh, basically what it is. Okay. Thank you, Jose, for the, for clarifying that. Now I, I don't feel so dumb. That makes a lot more sense. I just wanted to follow up that, uh, 343 said that Halo five, one of the leaks was Halo five saying that's never coming to PC at this time. Uh, and then Nvidia stated, that on the 14th that they are aware of this database leak um, and the company has revoked public access to the data. So what do you think, because the, the, them saying 
we them taking that access away. So does this mean that some of these leaks are probably true? What do you think just from reading this? Do you think, do you feel like these are uh, real leaks, Jose? I mean, I, I mean, I remember some of them were showing like screenshots of the game, like being in a store or something or like, or I don't know, some sort of like demo. I mean, so, sometimes leaks do happen like that because, because obviously when you're talking about like the global construct that is like online stores, you know, there are deals with Amazon and Walmart and Target that are literally, they're in the system for months before they're even publicly announced. And so... Like, yeah, isn't Walmart Canada is famous for leaking a bunch of crap. Yeah, and, and it usually it's an accidental thing. It's like it's like they're t they're testing it for like a, like a, how hard the servers are going to run and they actually... And then someone just finds it randomly, screenshots it, obviously, and then they post it and, and or yeah, sell it or whatever. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Go we get leaked some it gravy. From the... yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I do think the fact that it's like they're quickly denying it or they're hiding them and blocking them, that does point to them kind of having something there. What I thought was actually interesting, I don't know if you read more of the article, but they were talking about um, one of the like hinted things was actually kind of like pushing towards the perfect dark reboot. Like that's what one of the potentially the oh. like projects they were working on was. Yeah, um, I mean, I that would make sense though. I thought yeah. it was cool that there's some place, I hope more PlayStation games come to PC. I just think that's a, a good thing in general. Yeah. Um, Chance, any thoughts on these potential leaks or do you want to move Yeah, on? I heard you say Coalition, and when I heard you say Coalition, it reminded me of XRT number 19 when you we all cried and I cried with you about Wolverine. <laughs> We're going to get to that. We're going to save it. We're going to get to that. exclusive, and my only thought was that if it was going to be leaked, they should have leaked The Coalition Does the Punisher. Ooh, that would yeah. be rad, dude. That's that a good choice. Sick. That's a good one. I didn't think I'd totally play that. Okay, again, Microsoft Xbox. You better be working on something. Not that I, know, I need. So... Hold on, we'll talk about that in a later. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. Later. I want to get through uh, the, the last Wolverine's two stories. my favorite. I gotta say that. Oh gosh, we'll get to that. So thank you, Jose. Thank you for clarifying. I think you did a really good job making me understand how these leaks work and stuff like that. So thank you, Jose. Shout out to our uh, resident genius of who went to the Harvard of the West. Chipotle. Harvard of the West. UNC Harvard Go Bears. <laughs> Uh, next two stories, you guys, these are just little Xbox one. We're going to close it off and then we're going to get to the PlayStation because I do want to get Chance's reactions to a lot of that. Coming to Xbox Game Pass this month, we have September 15th, Flynn. September 16th, I Am Fish, Skatebird, Super Lim Liminal. September 17th, Aragami 2. I I'm going to say right now, that's the only one I've heard of and I think I'll have to check that one out. September 23. 23rd, Lost Woods, Sable, Subnautica, BZ, Tainted Grail, September 28th, Lemnus Gate, September 30th, Astria Ascending, Unsighted, and October 1st, Phoenix Point. I'm just going to say it right here, you guys. None of those indie games or uh, small games really interest me. I don't know how many... <laughs> Chance is looking super confused. Like, what the well, heck are I just, these? Tainted Grail has to be the name of some really seedy, <laughs> shady place in Amsterdam where there's red lights. Dude, weren't these names a little weird? Like, I felt like I was a little crazy having trouble reading them. But then looking back, I'm like, these are some weird video game names. So feels like a high I, level reading test in like third grade where they're like, just true. read these words. They're nonsensical. <laughs> I just want to see if you can put words together. I will say, though, the thing crazy, right? I and mean, we do, we have. In October, I think Back for Blood, and then November we have uh, Forza Horizon, in Mexico, and then we have Halo. Like we have great AAA huge games coming. And to be fair, like the, a lot of these small indie games, I might not have known or 
cared about, but I probably am going to play some of these after I see some reviews on them because I would have never known about Narita Boy. I would have never known about The Ascent. I would have never known about uh, Death Store, which wasn't on Game Pass, but another small game. So I, I need to keep an open mind. So Jose or Chance, you guys have any thoughts on that or do you want to Xbox uh, delete that? No, I, was gonna, I agree the same thing. I, I was like, I, I'm not planning on playing them right now, but <laughs> yeah. if I hear great reviews, I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying I wouldn't ever play them, but just again, when we have more time, Christmas break, summer break, and by then we'll know which ones are great and worth our time and which ones were like, Lemnis Gate was a, was a zero. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. Shout out to them. I don't know if it actually is. I'm just saying. Uh, Origami 2, I do remember hearing good things. I'm excited about that. And then the Skatebird Guide, I, I don't know if you guys can see it or looking at it. That looks like a really cool cover. So that looks pretty sweet. Maybe that's, I, I think I did see something. That's it, like, IGN gave it yeah. horrible reviews. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> horrible. No. Yeah. Oh, man. That's such a cool box art. Anyway, moving on to the last main story. And this is kind of just a closing. And I just wanted to, just shout out to this is for Jose specifically because he's way more Mexican and Hispanic than I am. This is coming directly from Xbox. Today and always, we want to showcase the unique voices that make our community thrive. See how you can help, how you can celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month with us on Xbox. So shout out to Jose. We're going to celebrate him. I'm a more of a gringo than I am Mexican because. Uh, I don't know Spanish like Jose does, so that makes him a true Mexican. So, Jose, I just wanted to ask you, do you like when companies do this and point this out, or do you think, like, this is just... I mean, here... Yeah, I want to hear your feelings I don't, on this. I don't... I wouldn't fault a company for not... This is just my opinion, by the way. This is not XRTs or Danes or Chance, just mine. I don't fault companies when they don't. I do appreciate when they do. I mean, I I think that there's a, a pretty significant... Um, shift that's happened in the last honestly like 15 years of the world and all in all facets of stuff related to equity diversity and inclusion right edi if, if for short um and i appreciate it not not just speak for latino people like that's great i do love seeing latino people in gaming and in all facets of the world around me but for everybody you know for people that are black for people that are handicapped for people that have you know have any manner of differences, um, uh, maybe their their gender preferences, maybe the, who they are, fall in love with. Like I just I appreciate the fact that we can be together, right? We've always said that gaming is about bringing people together. I don't care where you're from. Uh, I just want to know if you'll play with me, uh, and that's really what it's about. Uh, and so um, I think gaming is really a great space for that. Granted, there are times where it's problematic for that too, but um, I do like it. And I will just say I, the logo. If you have, if you're not, if you're yeah, listening to this and you watch, it, it's a super cool logo. If they made a yeah. shirt of that, I would absolutely yeah. buy that Xbox super shirt. Sweet, me um, too. Serape is really cool, man. So, yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. You know, Hispanic Heritage Month. I'm very proud of who I am by all means. Uh, but uh, at the same time, you know, I wouldn't. Again, if a company doesn't choose to promote this on their Twitter, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm stop yeah. buying from them. You know, just I not, did like how they actually way. had it in multiple versions of Spanish afterwards yeah. too. If you look at the tweet, so that was really cool. Um, maybe someday we'll be. <laughs> Promoted on Xbox Hispanic Heritage. <laughs> XRT celebrates Hispanic Heritage. One and a half Hispanics. On I do want to ask you another kind of related but unrelated, I'm not sure, question, Jose, personal question for you. How do you feel with the rise of the superhero movies and seeing Black Panther and uh, Miles Morales and seeing other diverse superheroes? Do you feel like it's time to see a Mexican or Hispanic? Uh, superhero in the major, or, or was Shang Chi too with the, the the Chinese leading superhero? Do you feel like that's like now we need to get ours or something like that, or do, do you not really care, or 
Because I feel I, I've read some reactions of people being like, "Man, that really changed my life." Seeing you know someone represent me on screen. I'm just curious. Like, I'm I'm kind of like you. I, I, I am proud of my Mexican heritage, but like I don't like I always say my tia, my tio. But I'm like you know I have strong Mexican family roots, but I've never been like you know, like I feel like I've been misrepresented or faced any kind of like racism or anything like that or or discrimination. So I'm like, if if it's the story, fine. But I, I don't feel like that needs to be there to like promote my identity. I'm just wondering how you feel like just on those, any thoughts on that in general? I was just curious. Uh, you know, not kind of a two part question in terms of like, have I felt like we, it's time for us. I mean, maybe I, not, I've never been offended by what I've seen Yeah, because historically the characters that we've seen on screen were not Latino. Like they, their, their, their comic book roots, they weren't someone that was Latino and then they just weren't portrayed that way in a movie, that would be a little more upsetting, I think. Uh, and I think that's also, I totally understand why, like if you're Asian and you saw Shang-Chi and you're like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like finally, like a full Asian cast, it's done really well. It's like, mm-hmm. as from what I've heard, at least I still haven't seen it. I do want to yeah, see it. Seen it either. Um, you know, true to like the cultural heritage. I think that's rad. Like I, I wish we had done that sooner. You know, I yeah. remember thinking when like when Iron Man 3, I think when it came out and they did the Mandarin um, with... um. Sir, what's his name? Um, oh, no. Who's the Mandarin? With Ben Kingsley is what he was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We've got some audio issues. Once again, Chipotle Bear just right on top. Just just guys. straight up crashed here. So, um, all right. We've had a, a poor Chipotle Bear. Just the bad luck keeps coming when, when he's recording. He just had the power go out on his house. It's a very rare occurrence here in Colorado. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, while we're waiting for Chipo Bear to hopefully uh, get back on the grid, I'd like, I was planning on doing this anyway. Chance, I'm very interested to hear your overall thoughts of the PlayStation 5 showcase. Do you want to go kind of game by game or do you kind of already know some of the um, things you want to talk about? I, I'm very I interested. Know there's a couple of things. And then, so I'll tell you what I wanted, what were the okay, most important things to me. Let's and then it. you tell me like, Oh, but what about so-and-so? Okay. Um, the, and the biggest one was Wolverine. I'm a massive Wolverine fan. He's always been my favorite. I've always like, if anyone asks me, Hey, can you be any superhero? Who would it be? It's always Wolverine. Um, and unfortunately I, I feel like he takes a back seat a lot of times in some stop. Wait, what? Explain. He has his own movies. I always, here's the thing. I always disliked Wolverine the most because he was always super popular and always in the front. And he, Logan, Chance, like there are multiple Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine. We never got X-Men Origins Gambit or Cyclops. Or it's always been about Wolverine. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to push back a little bit on that. He's, well, he is the, the face of the X-Men. You, okay. It, well, and that's, that's Okay. Like, of course, he's the fakes of the X-Men, right? Um, you probably need to respond to Chapeau. Um, I meant more like, and I guess you're right. I don't know. It probably has something to do with stupid licenses and stuff that, like, I he would have made the Avengers movies five out of five for sure, right? Like, if there was some... Anyway, so that he, Was he a part of the original Avengers? Sorry, I don't know any Avengers history. Mm, I think he no, was he a part of it. I don't know. I don't think so. Because he, he okay. actually was not developed until quite a bit later. Okay. Um, God, that trailer, all eight seconds of it was incredible. 
I am so like, and this is exactly what Sony wants, and and I hope they're not listening. It it's gonna make me have to buy a PS Five just so that I can play it. And I'm yeah, like, but I mean, you were gonna get one anyway. Let's be real. And this game uh, looks like it's a ways out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, right. When when people can <laughs> actually get their hands CGI, on one. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, just, man, it, it's. And I thought your impressions of Spider-Man from last week and everything were pretty spot on, right? So, like, I, I hope that they've learned from what they did with Spider-Man mm-hmm. and some of the repetitiveness and um, cringe good dialogue. hands, though, right? Yeah, like Wolverine's in, in great hands. Yeah, and exactly. So Insomniac, just, what a studio. Yeah, that's why. And so that's what I kept thinking in my head, like, okay, so what is... I think the coalition makes a ton of sense. And I'm like, I okay, well, what a, hasn't been done? And I was like, ooh, Punisher. That's a great one. That would I be a see, great game. And you're right. Punisher. That plays into it. I mean, they're, they're already oh. great at third-person shooters. Like, come mm-hmm. on. They would make a... And I remember I was listening... And, and shout out to Paris Lilly on the Counterfeit X-Cast Chance. And I want to hear your thoughts on it. There, He had a little space on Twitter. I don't know if you've done the Twitter space. It's probably not. Basically, you can just join in and listen to talk people talk. Like, it's just like a big conference call. And they were talking about the reactions to the, the does Xbox need a, a Marvel game? And he was saying, which I was kind of surprised and a little bit, I just disagreed with big time. He's like, would Disney deserve uh, or would Disney let, xbox have like would you let any of the xbox studios take a marvel franchise and i was like like or would you feel comfortable with them doing it i'm like yeah absolutely the coalition would make an amazing game no matter what it is and he his argument was like look at what's what insomniac has done and like they're an established great studio any of the like some of the sony studios they would make amazing marvel games like is xbox there yet and I, i was just like uh, yeah, they are. And, and then my kind of argument to him was uh, they, they wouldn't feel comfortable giving Xbox a Marvel franchise because of their studios, but they feel comfortable giving Nintendo Marvel Ultimate Alliance and the results of that game. Like, co- like come on. Like, I don't think they're... And, and giving it to, to Ubisoft for Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, has Ubisoft ever really made like 10 out of 10 masterpieces? Like, I'm sorry, but the Coalition and playground games even and even i would say 343 has their issues with halo but i'm sure they could make a great marvel game if they really wanted to like i I just kind of disagreed with them on that what did do you think chance that what did you think of what i was saying about how like do you think anyone at xbox cares like do they need a marvel game or or did did, did even pitch one i have to think most people excuse me i have to think most people there care because usually there's a lot of overlap between video games and comics in terms of interests from people, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm sure so many people around the table are like nerding out about the possibilities. And it might mm-hmm. be one of those things that they're just too, they're like, if we don't make it perfect, we're not going to do it. And that kind of mm-hmm. is sad. Um, and maybe is what they were getting at on that that um, Twitter thing. But I don't know. I, I think, like I said, yeah. Coalition and Punisher, tell me that's not a match made that, in heaven. That, that would be great. I would play um, the, I'm not even a Punisher fan, but I would play that game. You're right. So let's pray. Let's get some some uh, good thoughts on that. Chance, uh, any other thoughts? Like, wh- what did you think of the God of War trailer? Yeah, a lot of the, people were saying, like, that looked like that looked like literally the PS4 game. Like, I didn't see... Jose said that, too. I, yeah, and I don't care. It didn't bother yeah. me one bit. It did, be, and that game was a masterpiece. So, great. Make it look like that. Make it some more of it. Um, it's that was I'm a really ten for you. Yeah, yeah. 
It, Dan, it was incredible. You haven't even played it, right? Yes, you I have. Played I played it and beat it. Remember I told you? Yes, I did, uh, Chance. Okay. I, you even I, complimented me. You're like, well, I'm proud you got through God of War. And okay. I'm not even like a God of War guy. Okay. I, yes, it, it, I, I think it played really well. I didn't like the whole one camera thing and like transitioning and then him squeezing through slowly. I did. From, Imagine I don't how mind. hard. I, I do from a standpoint of just like sitting in, and we should all know this, right? The meeting after meeting after meeting. Oh, but it has to be one camera shot, right? Like how many cool ideas they had to flush out. I just think it was a really impressive thing that they did. I also think the, and this is talked about way too much, but I'll say it again too. When you threw his ax and it came back, the haptic feedback that you got and the sound of it was incredible. And I was like, this weapon's the coolest. And I almost forgot about the Blades of Chaos. Yeah, exactly. When you got them back, it was like... See, for it, me, oh, that, that didn't monumental. hit. I was like, oh, yeah, he had these in the other games no. or something. And I no, was that like, was a uh. monumental moment when you got them back. See, like, so for me, somebody cool. didn't serious. I was like, I'd rather just use this hammer. Like, that's literally all I used was just, of course I'm going to throw this and huck it back and just do, like, the hammer was the coolest part of the game. No, the dwarves were the coolest part. Or the, 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 yeah. the shopkeeper. The, the, the blacksmiths. Yeah, yeah. they and were the best part of the game, hands down. Yeah. Hopefully Thor has a bigger role. Like, I, I am. I'm excited. And those were the two things that really jumped out to me. Yeah. And reasons But nothing that too I'm, crazy besides Wolverine, though, right? Like, that was definitely the most shocking thing for yeah, you. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it didn't hold... None of it holds a candle to what the Xbox E3 was like, so... Yeah, and 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 I feel bad because everyone was the most recent thing you remember was the trebuchet and the Gamescom conference was not. I good, don't. But you're right. You the say Xbox everyone. E3, I don't. I, like that. Uh, you're right. The Xbox E3 here, PlayStation showcase was good, but not as good as that E3. I just and I don't. I don't know. But we're all gonna have PS5s eventually down the road, so it doesn't really matter. Let's okay rewind and get Jose. I really wanted to get your thoughts on the. Now it's just kind of ruined, Jose. I'm not gonna lie. We're just gonna. No, to... I can pick up just real quick where I was saying. I was just. I was talking about like I've never felt. He that... was. He was talking about Hispanics not okay, having wait. a voice, and then his voice was cut. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, good point. By the power company. That's who it was. Uh, sorry, folks. Had a quick power. They were like, oh no, house. he's feeling empowered and he's brown. <laughs> cut him off. No, uh, I was saying just real quick, like you know, when when Iron Man three came out and the Mandarin quote unquote was the villain, and then it was I think it was Sir Ben Kingsley was actually the Mandarin. It was like a, he was like a patsy, and then it was Killian Murphy and stuff. And um, I there was a lot of uproar in the Asian community community because the Mandarin is like a very well known comic villain, and they were like, "Are you kidding me? We have there are thousands of Asians that are actors that are well known that would have loved to play that part. You couldn't do this Marvel, and so they're really upset, which I think is totally justified." Uh, and then so it, it is cool to see a full circle now, almost probably 10 years later, they've done Shang-Chi and it came out really, really great from what I've heard. Um, and so back to the original point, there just hasn't been a character like that that was Hispanic by kind of like uh, um, canon. Well, and it, and yeah, maybe Miles, seen... Miles Morales, I would say. Yeah, was, I mean, yeah, he's, he's half, right? And they did they made yeah. him like that in the game. Like, that was cool. Like, I'm, and, I'm happy. And, and I mean, the I animated movie, which was... Uh, Spider-Verse, uh, which was also yeah, great. I love that movie. yeah. Um, so no, I mean, I, I would, it's not that I wouldn't love to see it, but I also don't feel like, like, should you have a Hispanic Wolverine or should you have a Hispanic Superman? Like mm, to me, no, uh, but, but I, that also maybe is cool. Maybe that's an alternate history or something like that that could yeah. happen someday. We'll see. I think we're on the same page. Like it, would it be cool? Yeah. But it, do we want to force it? No. But if it fits, you know, if it's a good fit, but like for a lot of things. That that's all that matters. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, if you did Hispanic Superman, Diwali probably has the closest body of the three of us. That's for sure. 
<laughs> Thanks for that shout out, Chipotle. Okay, somebody, Chipotle Bear just got his first raise of the show right there. Thank Wait, you, gentlemen. Shady, are you getting paid? I'm not getting paid. <laughs> Handsomely, all in cereal. Nobody is getting paid. Yes, exactly. So, uh, guys, let's move into uh, this week's The Good Old Days. And I'm very, very excited about this one. And this comes in from XRT superfan, um, good old Lauren. She wrote this to me a while ago, and I wanted to make sure and share this one. Here's a question for you guys at XRT. Can you tell me some video game moments that broke your heart or made you cry? Thanks, guys. Bigs fan of the show. I can't wait to hear what you have to share there. So thank you again to Lauren, superfan. And this one... Uh, who wants to go first, or do you, would you guys want me to go first? Do you have some heartbreakers? You should start. I guarantee you, we're going to have some of the same ones, though. Yeah. So you should start. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah. go first because mine. These are ones that I specifically. I'm sure there. Are, I'm a big softy, guys. I'm sure there are many times where I've cried playing games, but I just wanted to pick three where I'm like, this hit me hard, and I specifically remember just just bawling, you know, as as as, as stuff was going down. So my first one, uh, and I know. This one probably should be on all all of our lists. And this is from the greatest games of all time in Mass Effect 3. This is number three? No, no. I'm just giving you a general. I'm just giving you a general. I I didn't rank these. These are just general. I'm not ranking these. Let's relax here. I'm I'm sharing this first, so that should say something. Was when my boy, my best friend, Morden Solis, sacrificed his life for the genophage. I remember... The, the 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 famous line, uh, what is the? It had to be me. It had Someone to be else, would have, Someone else would have gotten it wrong. Oh my god! Uh, just bawling and watching. Him. Right we now. talked about this before. Watching him just go up that elevator and him just standing there so stoically, just knowing the fate he was going to face, running in, making sure that they the the cure was released, and and Shepard say saying his goodbye. Oh my! I'm, I'm gonna cry already. Just Morden, he was my favorite. He was my best friend. A lot of people love Garrus, but to me, Morden, his commentary, his sacrifice, his character development, seeing his wrongs throughout his times. Oh, shout out to Morlin, Morden Solis. Number, actually, sorry, I don't know why I said number two. <laughs> like I said, these aren't ranked. The next one, and I know for me, this hit me big time, guys. And this was the end. Oh, okay. I should say, I should have said this earlier. Spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. We're spoiling some serious Wait, games. Morden dies. Oh, I'm sorry. I wrote that. I hate this show. The Walking Dead season one. When you, I can't remember his name. It's, I'm freezing up. Chance, can you bail me out here? Yes, it's Lee. Yes. When you had, when Lee at the end of the, oh my gosh. When he gets bit, and then you have to basically choose how the game ends to either take him out or leave him. And of course, as me being little Clementine, I had to do the right thing and and take him out. I had to take him out. I had to become an adult, and I had to to take take care of my my new father figure at the time. Balling, you guys, and I can't imagine if I had had kids at the time. Oh my gosh, I would have just complete. I would have never. I would have stopped playing video games forever at that point. Having to see. Lee being sacrificed, like that bond you share with them, how, oh my gosh, just, I'm, I'm getting teared up already. So guys, if you have not played The Walking Dead, go play The Walking Dead. I just spoiled it, but. And right after you, right after you shoot time. in the background, you can very faintly, you can hear him saying, Coral, right out oh, of nowhere. Why do you got to ruin, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, that's, uh, 
seriously, Lee and Clementine. Come on, Jose. And then the last one I had on my list was, and this might be surprising to you guys, because I don't think it hit for you. I don't even know if Jose played it. And I think Chance did, but it wasn't the same. Was Journey on PlayStation 4. I was lucky enough to play that game when it launched on the PS4. And a lot of people had missed it on PS3, and so it relaunched on PS4. And I caught it when the game launched. So I ran. I remember running into a random person. And I didn't. You didn't know this at the time. You ran. In, you run into other whatever those floaty things are, and basically you, you figure out, oh, that's not a computer player. That's a real player because everyone. You, there's no communication. All you can do is tap and make like sounds, and it doesn't say gamer tag. It doesn't say anything. You see another floaty towel like spirit that you're that you are, and then you connect the dots when it starts to follow you and interact with you and basically i went through the entire game with some complete random right from the beginning basically all the way through going through all the trials getting through all the puzzles which there aren't much but there was it was just this epic like two to three hour journey if that pardon the pun and at the end i remember it's like very cold and freezing and you like reach this giant light and after i beat it getting so emotional being like that was an incredible experience. I can't remember if I cried, but just it was just so powerful to me going through this crazy journey with this random guy I didn't know and I remember there was a way somehow where you could see who you had played with. I think it was my recent friends list and he was the only one listed for like the past 3 hours. So I sent him a message and I was like, "Dude, that was so incredible. Thanks so much for playing with me." He's like, "I know, man. That was so it was like this random I I have no idea who this guy is, but we both shared this incredible experience of getting through journey together and getting through this awesome just magnificent amazing game so shout out to journey that was i don't think i'll ever that's kind of like a hideo kojima moment for me where like i don't know if i'll ever be to experience that again in a game playing with what i thought was a computer then turns into a real player going through this crazy with no communication so shout out to journey uh that was my one of my top games on there, i'm so. i'm really glad that made your list because and i thought of the psychomantis thing too it, it, totally different yeah, the things, but like you go ahead, chance. Tell me how that'll happen again. Uh, you know, so I'm I'm glad that one hit for you. Um, is, go ahead. Okay, so and if uh, all the peeps on the nerd chat will know that coming in at number five for me, where it's headed, because I sent a picture of the credits to Metal Gear Solid Four. Um, that one really hit me. Um, and of course in those credits, there is Hideo Kojima cast himself as the voice of God. Um, but what, what I will never forget and, and not even necessarily the ending and cause massive spoiler alert, he shoots himself in the face at the end. That wasn't even necessarily the part that did it for me. It was the part where you're crawling through the microwaves and it, like you just see it, all his armor falling off and then it it has the pictures of all of the all of his friends and family that he's made throughout that game and what he like what they're going through and how he's saving them by doing all that i think it was extremely well done the music was incredible i watched a little bit of it today um just to kind of remind myself of what happened and i say remind myself jokingly because i it, i don't my God, it was another Kojima production. So we don't really know, but that in itself really jumped out and, and is one I know I'll never forget. 
Um, number four, really surprised this wasn't on Dan's list is, and I might cheat here like I always do, the the ending to the main characters for both Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. So the way that John Marston dies at the end, I was, and it was hard for me not to put that on my twist list because um, I don't know that anybody saw that one coming. Yeah. And just that he's defending his his wife and his son, and then you get to play the rest of the game as his son. Um, and I think it's not cheating because it's within the exact same story and universe the way Arthur Morgan um, dies yeah, Arthur at the Morgan, end of... That's, that's a good one, Chad. That, that right. didn't hit me hard, but like, yeah, that was... And no, no, what was worse, though, no, was what happened before Arthur dying. Your companion. Oh, yeah. Your, your, yeah. I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, yeah that, that hit me pretty, because I'd had that thing from the beginning, so that yeah. hit me pretty hard. But yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Um, and then number three, um, Telltale's The Walking Dead When You Lost Lee. Yeah, I and I, the only thing I'll add to it is, because Dan nailed it, but that, and I'm sure Jose will too, what I'll add is I refuse to play any of the sequels because of how powerful that ending was. I was like, I don't want to know anything else. I don't want to add anything else to my understanding of this. Um, if you remember that book, God, what was the, the book with Katniss and the... Hunger, Hunger Games, Games, right? I was like, the Hunger Games could have been one of the greatest books ever written if the two of those kids would have just killed themselves at the end and it would have been over after the first book. But the lady got greedy or the dude got greedy and wanted to write three more. Um, so I, I have consciously chose not to play the rest of that series because I was like, wow, what an incredible ending. Hit me in the feels. Number two, um, extremely shocked that this didn't make Dan's list. I, and I think he's probably going to quit as soon as I say this. Um, he'll be like, I don't know how I forgot about that. But the prologue and then the entire rest of Ori in the Blind Forest, right? And, right? And yep, yep. I, I mean, oh, I want to say on. this. It, uh, they were great, but like, I wasn't crying like that's. I mean, they're like. And then they're you cute. don't have a soul like, or feelings because. Yes, he literally, that was sad. That was great, great pull, but he didn't gets. Make my list. You know, when he falls out of the tree and then Naru sacrifices himself for him and gets like, come on! I just and it. That's what made you want to keep playing the game. I don't know. I'm shocked that that didn't make your list. I don't know how that wasn't a thousand times higher. I don't know. Um, I guess all of mine were like real person well i guess morning's not a real person or yeah, neither no. was journey never mind yeah no <laughs> <laughs> you just forgot about it okay mr ori simp over here um, Love and ori. then number my number one um i don't know that i have anything to add to but obviously morden very good and chance let me just say uh, w the whole walking dead I was the opposite end. I played all of them because I needed to see where Clementine's story went after that. Like, come on. You didn't play any of them? Oh, man. No, I think I, it was so good and well done that I didn't want anything to taint it. You know what? And, and thinking back on it, I don't, I'm not so sure if the payoff is is worth it. But, yeah, I did feel like, man, you're right. This just isn't going to ever top. You're right. The, the first season of The Walking Dead. So, Chipotle Bear, let's hear your memorable moments of uh, heartbreak or making you cry in video games. So, to be fair, I, I, I didn't qualify it as I had to cry. I, I was leaning more towards the heartbreak or where I genuinely was, like, shocked. Well, I cried, all right. Not as a twist. Um, but I definitely I definitely had the Morton's death on there. 
I definitely had Ori's uh, the death of Naru and Ori because like I I agree with Chance Man like I had knew I didn't know what to expect other than you said it was a great game and so like I sat down and was like ready and it was just like it was like a it was like a Pixar moment we're like we're three minutes into the movie and I'm already sad because of something happening but drew me in and just just beautiful and audio was amazing the audio design and I I honestly give it to all of the Ori games like like the whole story with with the villain where like you really think it's a villain and then when you understand the villain like that was just with truly very little writing, uh, was incredible. So I just shout out to that. Uh, and then I also had Eris's death, which we talked about last week a little bit, just because again, as a kid, I was, I told you I was more frustrated that I didn't have her as my healer anymore. That was like my immediate upsetness. But like, as an adult, I really come to appreciate like, that's such an impactful thing to have done so long ago in games. Um, so those are all in there. But the three that you guys didn't have that I did have on my list um, that actually really impacted me the first time I played Mass Effect was the suicide run. Like, I, I was not prepared that if they were going to be gone. Like, just like, again, they were my team. And I granted, they may not have been like my favorite player. But like, when it when the door's closing and the with Jacob, I, 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 felt, I felt real bad for Jacob. Like, I was real sad about that. Um, I was gonna say, wait. So you you didn't have everyone survive your, the first time? Or yeah, what we never lost the soldier. So because well, neither, I didn't, neither, I didn't read all the things saying like I. I mean, this is after this is after no... Jose lost Rex. And... I did, dude. <laughs> was, well, nobody cares about Jacob. Jacob. At least Rex didn't die because yeah, nobody cares like... about Jacob. Don't worry. Yeah, like, yeah. He was just back on. <laughs> he was having PG coladas. Look at me, look at that yeah. idiot out there losing his team. That was that was on there. And then the other two were from the Halo series when Cortana sacrifices herself. Again, I didn't cry, but I was just like, Cort, she can't be gone. Like they can't do that. That's what. what that's uh, a good this one. Is, the like, whole that was a big one for me. That's a good one. I like that, Jose, because that's super underrated. The the connection mm-hmm. you have with to Cortana. And then Chief, oh man, that's that's actually a really good one. And, Under- I don't know how it right wasn't there. on your list. Uh, and the other one, from I forgot Halo a lot was, about these. Was the end of Reach like? Because I just I knew that it was a great, prequel, and like so one. you know how it has to end. But like when you're there, you're like, "Who? I got this man. I'm gonna run over here. I got these guys." And then and then like you start running out of ammo, and you're like, "I gotta go find ammo." I mean, just like it was that so, was a great ending, so cool to end that way, yeah. and like the final scene with like the helmet. Like I just yeah. thought that was real and, good and made that me was very a- emotional a great end to Bungie. That was their goodbye to Halo. Yeah. So very, yeah. Yeah. very well done. And I'll never forget because we all played that together. I remember you guys died so early and I was the only one alive. I know, we were watching you play forever. <laughs> and you're like, I was really giving him a good this. fight, man. I was Noble wasn't going out easy after you knew. We, we need to play it again, right I think, actually. Dude, I would totally play it. I still know. Because it's on Master Chief Collection, You know what's right? funny, Chance? I actually did just play that during quarantine and I actually did Legendary Solo. I was pretty proud we about should, that. And we should still do that. Fun. XRT plays reach yeah we should do that to and get we, ready Jose, for infinite. for infinite jose can use his uh, capture card too and then upload that all of that footage. yeah we can <laughs> i have a capture card it's sitting right here <laughs> a great list there gentlemen very awesome topic I, oh I really and i love the question that. yeah thanks lauren yeah thank you so guys let's close the show like we always do with the best food we had this week i'd like to go first because mine was pretty simple and quick and i not too exciting but I on the way home randomly from my uh, I had a meeting the other day chance from eight to three p.m. So that was great, uh, family liaison meeting. So on my way home, I'm like I'm gonna treat myself, and I got myself. There happened to be because I had to reroute because of traffic. I had a random Popeyes, and you know I got that spicy chicken sandwich. I was like I need to make sure. You know, am I overhyping this? No, I am not. Number one, every time I had it, 
incredible. So shout out again to Popeye's. Can we just chicken. be honest about you rerouted? You know that you looked at the maps and there were three options and you're like, that one goes by a Popeye's. We're going by that one. <laughs> I swear I didn't, but oh, I was so happy. It's the story Allie got to hear. Yeah, no, sorry, no. babe. It was for you. I did it for you so I could be home. It's sooner. so funny because I was like supposed to turn right on, like I was going towards Hamden and I, and I looked to my left and I'm like, I was at a stoplight. I'm like, oh, there's a Popeye's right over there. Sure enough, pull into the gas station and then make the go through the intersection just to get to the Popeyes. I'm like, well, if it's there, I got to get it. So, uh, who would like to go next next with the best food they had this week? I can. Mine mine was just today, um, and not that it wasn't super exciting or anything, but um, another oldie but goodie. But El Abuelo, which is a good Mexican restaurant we have here in Elizabeth, there is not much to pick from food wise in Elizabeth, but El Abuelo always does it right. Um, and got the Colorado burrito, which is just delicious. So, I love it. Uh, el abuelo, abuela, my grandmother. Abuelo. So what? Abuelo, Grand- grandpa, father. Okay, so you you got to give me some more details. What was in this Colorado burrito? So what it's it's the it's like a red chili sauce, chile sauce um, that I think is that's where the Colorado comes from, right, Jose? Is the, <laughs> yeah, the well, red I mean, chile? It, it means color red, like yeah. red color, literally. So, um, it's like a beef, like a steaky kind of. It's like carne asada, baby. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, it's yeah. delicious. And I will another shout out. Huge fan of the show, um, Ruby from across the street, who Jose went to college with. Um, also a graduate of the Harvard of the West. Harvard of the West, <laughs> man. Um, she makes homemade um, Colorado with go- homemade gorditas, even and it, gorditas. It, it is to die for. It will. It, the next time I have it, it will win for like the next eight weeks of the show in a row of best food that week because she up. just crushes it. Nice. Chipotle Bear, what about you, my friend? Uh, shout out to Sal and Ruby. Always hope they're doing well. Um, best thing I had this week, just a quick honorable mention. Yesterday I was on the way home from a meeting as well and uh, did the six, McDonald's, their $6 meal deal is back where you get two things for six bucks. I got the old Big Mac and a chicken nuggets with honey was clutch just just delightful strongly recommend or no not big mac i'm sorry i had the quarter pounder with cheese quarter pounder with cheese yeah i'm gonna say something controversial that might be the better burger there i feel like there's too much bread going on that big mac you know oh no i think the big mac still is number one but i do love the quarter pounder the quarter pounder is pretty good (laughs) qp with cheese uh and then the other thing that i had uh that was really delicious so victoria's aunt from georgia was in town this week um and uh as part of her like final night here, uh, my mother-in-law made a uh, surfenter steak and lobster tail, which was just very decadent. It was delicious. Went home feeling very full, and then I got to have some for leftovers at lunch, which was really great too. So shout out to Grace, uh, my mother-in-law, for a delicious meal, and to Aunt Judy for coming to visit from Georgia. Very nice, guys. Very good. So thank you so much, guys. This has been episode twenty. Look at that, you guys of Xbox Record. This pretty pretty awesome here. We're almost to the halfway year. Your mark. Um, if you have any suggestions for a top five list, please, next week, we'd like to keep it video game focused next week at the warm-up question at the beginning of the show. You can reach us at xboxrecordthis at gmail.com or you can follow the show at Xbox Record This across social media. You can also follow me at Daddy Diwali. Hopefully next week we'll get Severson. Shout out to Severson if you've listened this far. Uh, a special guest, a fourth chair in here, or maybe we need to get Rock War. I, I keep sending invites and I'm or not Goose. Back. Get Goose in here. Well, Goose, you know, Goose I feel like he's to. gonna be a little too crazy out there. But yeah, I'd love to get Goose, but <laughs> he's got to get that mic first. We got all about that audio. So, uh, Chipotle Bear, where can people find you? And you have anything going on? 
Uh, Chipotle underscore bear on Twitter or Chipotle bear on Instagram. Uh, if you've been following recently, we got some cool Halloween projects in the way as well as some more van shoes I've been designing for the kids. Those will be on soon, which is really cool. I forgot my shoes. You got to bring your shoes. I want to see your basketball shoes. Uh, you got to get them from your mom. Um, other thing is, uh, just this weekend, like I said, we're going up to winter park doing like a mini family reunion. So my cousin, Nathan chance knows him. Uh, he works for a mortgage company now, cross country mortgage. If you're looking to refinance, they're awesome. And, uh, anyway, his boss owns this like 20 room cabin up in winter park and lets his employees use it for like a weekend at a time. And so he got it rented for our family. So it's like grandma, uncles, and aunts, cousins, parents, we're all going up for the weekend just to literally hang out and, uh, enjoy some beverages and enjoy food. We'll probably have some red chile and some other yummy food as well. So excited for that, man. And then hopefully next week, no more TikTok at school. I could, that's all I could hope yeah, for. Yeah. And uh, Chipotle Bear will also be getting those exposure notices, apparently, because uh, at that family reunion, and apparently he gets them every week. So, uh, Bubble Boy, where can people find you? In the nursery changing dirty diapers. That's right. Well, guys, again, this has been Xbox Record This Episode 20. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We are so thankful for all of it. So, as always, gentlemen, see you. We'll see you online. See you online. Xbox Record This is a podcast created by Daniel Walensic. You can follow him at Daddy Diwali on all social media. The assistant to the co-host is Jose Martinez, and you can follow him at Chipotle underscore Bear on Twitter. The assistant to the assistant to the co-host is Chance Siegel. And you can follow him at BubbleBoyN7. You can follow the show at Xbox Record This on all social media. If you'd like to find out more about the show, visit XboxRecordThis.com.